Welcome back to the Wrestling with Altitude podcast. I am your host, Mr. Fourth Row, and on this episode with me, I have Chewy Martinez. Chewy, how are you doing? Living life, my friend. How are you doing, brother? I am uh, hanging in there, and I'm right there with you. So, hey, uh, first question out of the shoot: How did you get introduced into this wacky world of professional wrestling? Man, that quick, huh? Yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, well, I started in San Antonio, Texas, in 1996, and I I was 14 years old, and I was introduced by my Latin teacher that was uh, in the high school for the Magnet School of Fine Arts. Oh, very cool, very cool. How, what was that? How did uh, your teacher introduce you? Why? How, how did that all come about? So, like, this guy was uh, amazingly, we found out, me and my best friend found out that he was uh, a Mexican luchador, which he was an Irish Mexican luchador, which was just out of this world. And we didn't believe it. And then he asked us, he said, hey, if y'all are really interested in wanting to do this thing, because I can tell how much y'all look like just because our eyes just opened up. And he says, come, come to the show. And then we went to the show and then we were hooked. And then before you know it, we were in his, uh, we were at his gym and we were training. I mean, man, what were you already? Let me ask you a question. What were you in 1996? In 1996. Uh, let's see here. I was, um, uh, three years uh, graduated from high school, so just doing the doing the college thing. Uh, there you go. That was basic. Uh, I guess basically that was it. Um, actually, cool. I got um, you know I when it comes to wrestling, I of course watched back in the eighties with um, um, Hogan well. and Elgin and everybody, and then I you know fell out of it for a little while, and then um, I got a job that. Um, couple of the uh, IT people were into wrestling, so I got back into it right when uh, the Monday Night Wars were happening, and I was flipping channels, and it was uh, the uh, Crow version of Sting, and when Sting and Hogan were going, oh, going at it in WCW, and I was like, right. I remember Hogan, I and the, who, who's this other guy? And so I, I got right back into well. it again. I would flip from WCW from Nitro to Raw all the time. So it was like every commercial I would go back and forth just to see which one was better. And and then sometimes I would know which one was better because I was obviously watching that one longer. <laughs> right. And you know all the all the spoilers that they were trying to WCW <laughs> was trying to you know spoil uh, Raw and all that kind of stuff. It was uh brutal. Brutal back then. Right. <laughs> right. So I was getting beat up as a 14-year-old kid from 40 to 30 to 40-year-old Mexican luchadors in San Antonio, Texas, and I did not want to stop. I wanted more. I was I I I kept going even when they told me that you couldn't come anymore. I was like, "Wait. You just you had me here for almost a year, then you tell me when I'm 15 years old I can't come and play with I I can't come and do this and like there's no way. So guess what I did, Artie? What 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 was that? What happened? I called my mom and I went home and my mom was very yanked because she looked right at my face and she said, she said, what's wrong in Spanish? Like, like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, listen, mother. And she goes, they did what? (laughs) So she said, get in the car. Then we went to the gym 
And she said, listen here, pal, you just messed up this dude's life because you put wrestling in his veins. Uh-huh. And she said, this, is, no, this, this isn't going to end this way. So she says, give me whatever I got to sign, and I'm going to sign this, and he's going to do it till the day he dies. Just watch. Uh, cool, cool. So, uh, so you definitely did have to get your uh, uh, parents' permission, your mom, mother's permission to do all the training I, and stuff like I that. Did to, be, after to, a do, year. to do to do to do it legitly. I did a year, but before then, I was already doing it. So it was like it was kind of backwards. It's like it yeah, was kind of like. But the thing is, is that promotion didn't think that they were even gonna last like like three months, much less lasting for like seven years. Oh, I see. Yeah. So, so they, uh, so they really, they, they didn't care, but, uh, you know, then once they got going, it's like, oh, we probably sh- should try to do a little, you know, make sure. Well, all the- at that time, at that time, there was maybe like four wrestling schools in San Antonio. Uh-huh. And obviously you had your premier one, which was the Shawn Michaels wrestling school at that time. And obviously I'm, I'm product of, of, uh, I'm a product of a divorced family, uh, I was I was the youngest out of four. Uh, there's no way my mother could afford to put me into that wrestling school. There was no way in hell. Like you know, yeah. I I lived in the Valle of San Antonio, Texas, like in the most poverty, the most poverty uh, side of uh, of the country. You know what I mean? Yeah, I gotcha. All right. So like I didn't have much to choose from, so I went to the I went to the people that offered me everything. And th- this dude was uh he was a teacher at my magnet school, which uh, I'd been acting since I was like five years old, so like that's oh. where he found me. And he was, oh yeah, so he didn't, uh, he he didn't hesitate. He was like, look, listen, you have to be here. Don't worry, keep coming, keep coming. And then when someone else took it over, they didn't want me to play anymore. Oh. And that's when my mom got angry. And that's when my mom got angry and was like, no way, that's not gonna happen. Watch this, mijo. And she like was like Wonder Woman. Oh my <laughs> god, I would forget that day it was amazing and then she bought me a shake afterwards that was awesome <laughs> oh that is cool that's cool i love it uh all right so um then uh so did you just um basically from there just kind of kept up with your with your training and uh it started uh I you know go, go with the other promotions or so from there i stayed in that promotion till i was 18 years old because like i'm a loyal dude yeah uh, the, for the most part until I had to get smart and, and pretty much uh, look out for myself and and this business because obviously you never know what's going to happen in this business and when I got more smarter in the game uh, I was stuck in the middle man and I kept and, and I just I, I was just angry I, I was stuck in the middle and then uh, I lost my dad in 04 so I was a 21 year old kid lost my dad I was just I was not I was not fit. My head was not fit. But like I stopped wrestling for like a year and some change until I met uh, the Necro Butcher in 2006, and that's what changed my world. Oh, okay. Um, how how what happened? How how'd that how that all come about, and what 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 inspired so like, you? What helped you? So what happened was is uh, the Necro Butcher was doing a wrestling show versus the Rude Boy in San Antonio, Texas. So uh, one of my a lot of my friends that I grew up in the business with, like Masada, Chris Marvel, all these different cats that, that are doing really good things now these days. Uh, uh, I grew up like uh, I grew up with these cats. So like I'm this 14 year old kid that's been hanging around with all these cats. It's like we were all young. 
so uh, they asked me after it's been like a year after I lost my dad, and then they they asked me, "Hey man, come to this wrestling show. We really like for you to come and check it out." And I'm like, "All right, man. I think it might be a little time for me to come check it out." So I went to go check it out, and uh, then I went to go see my homies. So I went to the back. As soon as I went to the back, not but like five. Ten seconds later, here comes this fucking burly man with a lot of hair. He's like 6'5", with a big-ass beard and a bandana on. And the first thing out of his mouth, like, he literally, like, I walk into the dressing room, and then he walks not right behind me, and he just passes me, and he goes, any motherfucker cool enough to buy me a beer, or any dude cool enough to buy me a beer, uh, I would really appreciate it which I'm walking in and I, I just bought two beers in my hand. So I, I looked right at him and I said, here you go, brother. Yeah. And I gave him both of my, and I gave him both of my beers. Ah. And, uh, that's when I met, uh, Dylan Keith Summers, Keith Summers, which is the necro butcher. So that's when I met him and I'm like, holy fuck, who is this guy? And then, uh, from there, uh, he goes after he drank, like, but, but listen, like he tugged those beers. He looked right at me. He said, thank you, filler. That that's really kind of you. And he drank both of those beers. And then he looked right at me and said, would you like to go get around the beers on my treat? And I said, sure, I'd be honored, brother. Then we went to, uh, we went to the bar five minutes later. We're drinking three beers before you know it. We're drinking like eight beers. We're talking life. He's asking me why I'm not wrestling. I let him know. He understands. He's asking me why I'm not wrestling anymore. I tell him that I'm pretty much stuck in the middle and I'm tired because, like, at that time, I was a six. I was six five. I was a hundred. Like, I was really lanky at the time. So, like, I was stuck in the middle when it comes to, like, Texas wrestling because it's so political. Uh, obviously, there's going to be a big body guy. is obviously going to take my place over me, over a medium-looking guy like me, you know, at that point in time. Right. So, I was stuck. Then he goes, what are you going to do about it? And I said, you know what? At this point, I don't know. But I, I like, uh, he's like, well, obviously, we know you love wrestling, right? And I said, well, yeah, obviously, because it's been a year and I'm here. And he's like, yeah, I know. But you, you eventually came back, correct? And I said, yes, awesome. And then by that time, we've already been drinking. And before you know it, uh-huh. then we find out that Rude Boy didn't, is not showing up. Oh. So it's like, oh shit, Rude Boy's not showing up. What's gonna happen? Like, and mind you, I haven't been in the ring over a year and a half, bro. <laughs> like at all. Like a year, a year and a half. It's like I'm not even thinking about wrestling at that minute. Then he goes, uh, then he goes, oh, let me go talk about this stuff real quick, and I'll be back in like five minutes. And then he comes back, and like literally, he comes back in five minutes, and he buys more beer, and then he goes. Hey, you got your gear? I was like, no, man, I don't got my gear. Oh, he says, no. So he says, he says, look, you don't look bad. I'm going to turn you into a deathmatch wrestler by the end of the night, brother. Watch. I said, wait, what? He's like, look, I brought this guy, came with me, which at this time, I didn't know it at, his, at the time, but he was running a weekly wrestling show in Dallas, Fort Worth, called Extreme Championship Wrestling. So I had no idea what was going on. Like, I, I didn't know what the hell was going on. And then he was like, you said you wanted to change, right? I said, well, of course. He says, like, well, I know something that 
I know something that I changed for my wrestling career and it changed my world. So if you just listen to me and he, and he looked right at me and said, you need to listen to me. And then I bet you, I can change your world a little bit. And I said, okay, cool. He says, all right, let's go in the back, get ready. You're going to be in the main event tonight. (laughs) Mind yet. There's 650 people there, right? This place is packed, bro. Like 650 people. I mean, uh, there Hernandez and like Masada just fought. Like there's like big names on the car, like so many big names on the car. Like I, I just couldn't remember now, but like at that time, like there was a lot of TNA guys there. Like, I think Conan was even there. So like all these cats were there. Like I'm like, oh wait, I'm I'm doing what? <laughs> And then from there, man, it was all she wrote, and then he turned me into an animal. Oh, wow. <laughs> so he's he's the one that uh, just really basically elevated to you, you where you are now, huh? Well, I didn't leave the state of Texas until I met him. Yeah. So I didn't leave, I didn't leave Texas until 2006. Okay. And I lost my first, and I lost my first three teeth and deathmatch wrestling, and my first out-of-state, and my first out-of-state deathmatch tournament booking from that man, the Necro Butcher. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, so um, then how did you uh, end up in uh, Colorado? So I ended up in Colorado maybe like, uh, well, I mean, I've been wrestling in Colorado for over 10, for almost 10 years, so... uh, The 10th annual Slave to the Deathmatch tournament would be my, uh, for Primo's Wrestling, will be my 10th year anniversary wrestling in, De- in Colorado. Okay. So that will be my 10th year anniversary. I fell in love with it so much. Uh, at that time, I, I uh, had a relationship, so I told myself if that thing ever went sour that I was going to come to Colorado. And obviously I was right, and it did, so I came to Colorado three years ago, and probably one of the best decisions of my life. I love Colorado. I love the people in Colorado. I love the humans in Colorado. I love the aliens in Colorado. (laughs) I love the wrestling in Colorado. I mean, there's a little bit for everybody everywhere in Colorado. Yeah. So so was it the the Primo's uh, deathmatch match? uh, event that, uh, really kind of got you looking, uh, towards, uh, Colorado or. You yeah. Going? So like, that's the, that's the premier thing that got me hooked. So okay. like I, uh, I probably wrestled maybe like a two months prior to coming, uh, like to that September. So I probably came out here like, uh, July of that year. Okay. And then, uh, then we did the first annual and I was like, Oh, so like, uh, then I've been one of the top contenders for that thing for, almost 10 years yeah forever basically ever yeah okay and i've won and i've won twice all right yeah yeah oh cool all right (laughs) (laughs) um so uh so but you know nowadays you are basically doing a lot of uh traveling in uh, different states different promotions uh you are um you still affiliated with the uh, bad boys promotion as well or for example, uh, I just finished a big tour off of those dudes, but I'm going to be realistic. Uh, their views and my views aren't alike. Okay. So uh, I just decided not to keep doing it, man. I mean, to each their own on that part. Yeah. I mean, but like, you know, uh, I'm a realist. I mean, if, if you haven't seen that by now, just by the <laughs> way I act and everything else. 
I got you. I got you. Cool, cool. And, and and they obviously aren't my kind of people, so I obviously had to make that decision for me and what's best for my family just to part ways for those dudes. Right. I got I got you. But at least you at least you gained a little bit of experience doing, you know, something a little different, huh? Uh so yeah, it was it was fun and, and it uh the first time I, I ended up when I first worked for them, I ended up wrestling for those dudes like uh ten years ago. And when I wrestled for them the first time 10 years ago, I uh, ended up jumping off a 25-foot monster truck onto a table in Texas. So so the, the best part of that was that to be able to go back to that same arena 10 years later and do something really cool to top that was amazing. <laughs> cool. Awesome. So that was so that was pretty awesome. <laughs> uh, all right. So, um, but now let's talk about kind of what's happening now. You are now uh, in uh, the uh, well, I guess the ownership phase of your career as well as doing the wrestling. Uh, so well, tell tell the uh, the listeners about what 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 happened uh, there. What what did you do? And we're talking about Iron Heels Championship Wrestling. Um, what was the uh, inspiration of uh, starting your own promotion? So I've been wanting to until I found out that I was actually going to want to stay here in Colorado uh, because I've I've been running wrestling companies for over ten years, man. Like uh, in in San Antonio, I rest I, I ran a company there for almost seven and a half years, and okay. then Fort Worth, I ran a company there for almost like three and a half years. But uh, so people know that I, that I love to do a lot of cool things when it comes to wrestling. Period. So like obviously when I came here, a lot of people wanted me to do it, but I just I was just keeping my whole thing. But uh, at this point in time, when I got comfortable, I was like, you know, I just want to bring back uh, I want to bring back the true essence of telling stories when it comes to wrestling. Okay. So so okay. so when I so I told myself like if that was the case and I got the opportunity to do it, that, that I was going to take full forward. And then when I was graced with that opportunity, I mean. Look at it now. I mean, you've been to a few shows. What do you think? Oh yeah, I definitely from this side of the uh, on this side of the ropes, I can definitely tell that you are doing that uh, storyline thing from from show to show. Right. Definitely. But but I'm not trying to make it. What I want, what I'm trying to give you, I'm trying to give you an aspect where, like, once you sit down, you don't even. I want you to not even remember where you're at at that point <laughs> for the next two hours. Like the only thing I want you to know is that you need to go to the restroom, get some drinks, and get back to your seat to watch watch the action because <laughs> you never know what you're going to expect from a Iron Hills Championship Wrestling show. Oh, I would. You always have to expect the unexpected. There. Oh, I definitely would agree with that. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's and, so and I'm not gonna lie. Uh, it is, a, and let's make this clear now. Yeah. It, it has parental advisory on the flyers. Uh-huh. The reason I put parental advisory on the flyers is because it's a bar setting, mm-hmm. but the bar there and the setting at that bar allows children there, and there are tons of children there. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, so let's get it straight because people will say like, "Oh, there's not." No, no, there's tons of children there. But the reason I have the parental advisory there just just for your parental's discretion because I'm a parent as well, and it, it's one of those things to be courteous, like, "Hey, just so you." know it's there just so like for your aspect if you decide you if and if you don't decide that you want to come then i respected a thousand percent but i don't want people to think that uh 
that it could just be adults because it's not because everyone's welcome. Right. Yes, I I, I get you. I wanted to take uh, just a step back for just a moment. The promotions that you uh, owned and ran in uh, in uh, San Antonio, Texas, and stuff uh, are those promotions still going on? Do you leave oh, in good no, hands? Of oh. course. When I when I left when I left it was it was it was the best thing to just take everything take the whole show with me. Okay, I gotcha. Okay, all right. Any? But it was uh, pretty hot. It was pretty hot. Well, Texas Texas wrestling is hot, right? Well, you know, I mean, there's a lot of people. I mean, there's a lot of people I used to use. Just like there's a guy here in in Colorado I used to use on what he was one of one of my top stars when I used to run in San Antonio, Texas. I used to do Texas Heat wrestling and. Uh, he was one of the guys I used to use all the time. Okay. All right. And who who's that? Give him a shout out. <laughs> uh, I don't if know you, who if you don't. goes by now, but at oh. that time, his name was Alex Reigns. Okay. But I, I don't know. I but, but on Facebook, it's my buddy Alex Slack. Okay. All right. I got you. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right, no, no problem. I just if you wanted to give him a shout, I give him a shout out. That's that's cool. Cool. No, uh, that's cool. I w- I would love to give him a shout out. I just want him to to come play with me sometime. Okay. All right. I got. <laughs> I, I, I I I gotcha. I uh you know I'm I'm you know I'm a, I'm a fan and a friend to to everybody. So I got. Gotcha. I know you are, man. Yeah. That's why I love it. All right. That's why cool. I think this is amazing. <laughs> cool. Awesome. All right. So so um. So you knew um, with uh, Iron Heels Championship Wrestling, you're uh, partnering up with uh, with uh, ruthless Randy Rude. Uh, how, how's that going on? Uh, work the the partnership uh, with you know you the owner and he's kind of the like uh, general manager, right? And you know helping you promote as well. Uh, so he's the general manager of Iron Hills. Yeah. So don't but don't get it twisted. Okay. You know, okay, art is you. always subject to change. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but as of right now, Kitten's doing a good job. Uh, but the thing is, is uh, it's just one of those things. Is like uh, people can love wrestling sometimes. People can't love it. it. It's just you have to understand if you want to do wrestling, you 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 have to realize that uh, with wrestling, sacrifice is the key to success. Okay. And and that's point blank. Period. So like, if you don't have that. Like you have to have sacrifice to succeed. You like you have to sacrifice so much in this business just to succeed, just to be successful. Okay, all right, I I got you. If that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah, I I totally understand. I think a lot of the listeners, uh, fellow fans, and uh, wrestlers as well will definitely uh, agree with that. And of course, there some right. of them are living that as well. Right, and uh, Iron Hills Championship Wrestling is my company right yes i understand yeah totally i just was i just i just was kind of curious about the uh the the partnership uh you know how how that was going it's good man he does it's good he does his part uh and i do my part and obviously you can tell it's making magic right now oh yeah definitely yeah Uh, you know especially uh what we what you got coming up in the uh future with them so uh but let's also talk about another thing that you just kind of got involved with and that is uh higher pro wrestling tell the listeners about that because it's kind of like one of the newest uh promotions here in the colorado area right and it's it's awesome 
it's awesome for the fact is because no one else is doing this and it's going to be really hard for anyone else to be able to do something like this is because you have to be regulated in so many different ways. Oh yeah. (laughs) Right. So this show is a 21 and up show, obviously with Denver, Colorado, you know what we're made for. It's obviously for marijuana. I mean, that's that beautiful drug that, that this state loves. And what we're trying to do is embrace something that's, never been done before which actually is pretty freaking amazing we have done two shows this would be our third show in august on august the 24th the 23rd august 23rd it would be higher pro wrestling presents the main event two which it's a 21 and up show which the cannabis related wrestling show which cannabis is definitely induced with wrestling in the whole period of the showcase right every 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 match every match has a cannabis uh theme to it a cannabis stipulation to it right like you like you know so if you're a smoker friendly and you want to enjoy smoking and you want to enjoy partaking cannabis and watching professional wrestling at the same time never been done before that's what higher pro wrestling is doing and it's on fire right now. Yeah. Tell us, tell us about the, uh, the venue for that. The, uh, uh was it studio 420? Uh, what is it? Is studio right? 420. Okay. It's amazing. It's open daily. It's pretty much one of the only consumpt cannabis consumption, uh, establishments in Denver, Colorado, uh, it's usually open to 11 o'clock. If you want to stay there later, they, he will stay there with you. <laughs> just so you can enjoy and be uh, and, and, and be free and, and feel at home at a place where you can just, a safe place to, you know, to, uh, to smoke marijuana at. So that, that's, def- especially when you're a visitor and, and you're coming to visit and, and, and uh, experience the awesome stuff that cannabis has to do with it. That place is amazing because you can go there with no problems, no questions asked, and just have a good time. Yeah. All right. So, what was the um, what was the thought about uh, you know holding a, a wrestling event there? It was just a matter of time because uh, the spot that Studio had for, Studio Four Twenty had before just wouldn't have been able to hold wrestling. Uh-huh. But when they just moved to this new facility, maybe like six months ago, oh man, it's amazing. Just itself, just walking into the facility itself is amazing. You walk in, you see like this huge, awesome mural that's like off the chain. Oh, cool, cool. But uh, but my question was basically, uh, you know, was there a thought like, oh, we should, you know, have a uh, a cannabis themed wrestling show, and you just were kind of looking for places that would be able to hold that and then 420 well, came up on the uh, studio 420 came up on the radar or 420 is probably the only place that we can hold a cannabis consumption wrestling show at because those yeah. that's probably that's that's probably one of the only places that is uh that is classified that that has their credentials to do something like that right okay All but, right. but but we have known the guy marty we have known Marty for a long time. So I've, I've known him probably for when I moved to, when I came up to move to Denver, I've known him maybe for almost, uh, probably going on two and a half years. 
probably going on two and a half years now. And so when I, so like uh, when we did a Colorado Springs wrestling show and uh, we did a Colorado Springs cannabis wrestling show, maybe like, uh, maybe like in April, March, April, March, April. Yeah. So Marty was there. Then Marty said, Hey man, this is amazing. Let's bring it up to Denver. And that's Ah. how I see. Okay. I was, I just was trying to kind of curious about how, how that all kind of, uh, got in sync then. Okay. That makes sense. Cool. Right. Awesome. 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 All right. Okay. So, um, let's, uh, let's switch gears just a little bit. So, um, let's talk Chewy, Chewy, the wrestler for a little bit, and then we'll get back to uh, the two, uh, companies promotions and their events coming up. Um, so far in your career, um, have you had any kind of memorable moments going, I can't believe I got to do this or, or experience this? I mean, I can go on and on about days like that and about matches like that. But, I mean, there's one that I did recently where I won, uh, I think it was called it was called a Deathmatch Mafia Tournament when I did it for uh, for Deep South, Deep South, uh, Deep South Wrestling, IWA Deep South Wrestling. And I ended up doing... Uh, a Russian legs, a Russian leg sweep off of the 18 foot storage container uh, to blunder on the bottom of the storage container. And guess what happened, Artie? <laughs> uh, it uh, the the roof came in on you. I don't know what what happened. No, we did the Russian leg sweep, but I missed the whole section of the blunder, and I took a whole. I took the back from straight from fifteen foot from utility club. Oh, yeah, I see. So that was pretty fun, and I won the tournament. Not bad. <laughs> oh, and I probably had like a four inch piece of glass stuck in my ass for the whole tournament. Oh, jeez. Yeah, because I got it in the first round, and then three, and then I was all the way to the finals, and that's what happened. Oh, <laughs> it, so it just it just stayed with you. <laughs> so that was pretty fun, and uh, I love wrestling a lot of cool new kids. So like last year, I wrestled uh, the kid that's doing a lot of cool shit lately in death matches named Jimmy Lloyd. That was a really cool, fun match as well. Oh, cool, cool. All right. So um, right now, uh, Chewie, do you have any kind of uh, wish lists of, of things you'd like to do or people that you'd like to uh, wrestle, you know, anywhere, anyhow, anytime? Uh, I'm still going to keep telling Nick Gage that he's a little punk puto. And if he <laughs> got the balls, he would accept my challenge because I'm not going to end it up because obviously he's living a world that's evolved around him when he wants to get into a world that's evolved around big boys. Tell him to look me up because Nick Gage, I'm still calling you out. You little puto. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. Can't be any more blunt about that. <laughs> that answers the question right I'm a there. I'm very man. blunt person. Artie. You know that. <laughs> uh, I do. I do. Very cool. <laughs> awesome. Okay. All right. Well then let's uh, then uh, get right back to, um, uh, Iron Heels Championship Wrestling. So uh, we got an event. Uh, they got a show. You got a show coming up here in a few days. This Saturday. Uh, yeah. So tell tell the uh, listeners about what you got going on for this show. 
This Saturday, July 20th, Iron Hills Championship Wrestling presents Tesla's Revenge. Do you know who Tesla is, Mr. Artie Sir? I I do, and in fact, I um, was in a, uh, (laughs) believe it or not, I was in a Star Trek club with his uh, great-nephew. So, yeah. Awesome. And I don't know, so then you know how much... uh, Tesla is very important to Colorado and yep. Colorado Springs and mm-hmm. obviously embracing him. I'm a fan. My girlfriend's a fan. So it was like, hey, I wanted to do something that was going to be innovative uh, and and then uh, show Colorado Springs that, that we're Colorado Springs wrestling. You know what I mean? Okay. Gotcha. All right. So, so we are having a show at Peak 31 at the Union Station in Colorado Springs, Colorado. The main event for this amazing show is going to be a woman's fatal three-way match, which is going to be one of the... She's coming off her death match victory win from from Death Becomes Her. Her name is Randy West. She's from the bomb shelter. Okay. She's one of the Midwest queens. Like she travels all around the country and they're coming over here and it's going to be her taking on one of the girls that thinks that she's in a different time era. And she's been on a lot of WWE TV lately in the last two years. And her name is Thunder Kitty, which is going to go against the queen of Iron Hill. And she is the prodigy of the ultra world. Of the ultra world. I am the profane. The profane. <laughs> very cool, very cool. Awesome. All right. Um, if uh, people wanted to uh, get tickets, uh, how would they do that? You want to get tickets, go onto the Facebook page, Iron Hills Championship Wrestling. Or contact Randy Chacon on the Facebook gimmick. Uh, there's flyers with the number on it. You can go ahead and call the number, and then you can get tickets to reserve your spot on Will Call if you like. I mean, there's so many ways to get tickets from us. We have tickets available. All right, cool, cool. All right. And then um, tell uh, everybody about. Um... Um, higher pro wrestling uh, event coming up uh, next month, right in August. Awesome. Well, and and as well, then after the July show for Iron Hills, we also have August the twenty fourth for Iron Hills as well. Right, right. Gotcha. Because Iron Hills is our is our monthly show, and then we have Higher Pro Wrestling presents the main event to August the twenty third at Studio Four Twenty in denver colorado right and is it the same thing just go to the facebook page for higher pro wrestling uh, go to higher pro wrestling higher pro wrestling the main event to the facebook page go to there get the ticket you can get the tickets from jerry there Uh, you can contact jerry smudden you can get put on the list and he will get you all hooked up Okay, cool. All right. Well, um, Chewy, uh, I want to thank you for coming on the episode, but before I let you go, people wanted to follow up with you, like on the social media and stuff like that. Uh, you got any of that going on? 
So I got an Instagram. You can find all the crazy stuff and all the cool things I do in my life. It's Chewy Loco nineteen eighty three, or you can find me on Facebook with the Chewy Martinez on Facebook. I'm pretty. I'm not hard to find. <laughs> or you can Google me on YouTube and see all the crazy shit I've done in my life. Oh, cool! Awesome! Awesome! That sounds that sounds great. Okay, once yeah. again, uh, Chewy, I really appreciate you coming on. Cool, man. I appreciate you having me, Artie. Once again, a big thank you to Chewy Martinez for coming on to the show on this episode and introducing himself to all the Wrestling with Altitude listeners. Check him out once again at uh, Iron Hills Championship Wrestling, Higher Pro Wrestling, and all the other... uh, Shows you can see him all over Colorado and I believe even travels uh, still a little bit more into uh, like San Antonio, Texas and all those kind of places like that. Hit him up uh, on his uh, social media there that uh, we got as well. So let's uh, hit it real quick with the weekend review and the weekend review that I experienced. Uh, Of course, we had the uh, Rocky Mountain Pro Ignition and Charge there last Thursday from the Jefferson County Fairgrounds in the quarry, Golden, Colorado. And they are ramping up uh, quickly here for Supercharged 7. Uh, Getting really excited about a lot of stuff. We had some uh, good, um, oh my God moments. What the heck happened there? So if you guys are not following on uh, Rocky Mountain Pro with their... Um, Fight TV, Right Now TV, YouTube, etc. You can find them just about anywhere. Then on Friday, we of course had the double booking. Uh, That just means that in Colorado, we've got so much wrestling that you can pick and choose what you want to see. And uh, I went to the uh, Respect Women's Wrestling. Got to see a lot of my favorites. Of course, the top of the list, Ali Gatto, uh, Simone Lockhart, uh, Abaddon debuting, uh, well, Ice Queen uh, was there as well, uh, Vipress and Delia Doom, uh, Jenna Van Muscles, all kinds of great talent. This uh, promotion is just rocking it. Had a lot of uh, out-of-state uh, talent come in for this show. And, you know, I have to agree with uh, some of the stuff that was put out there. It probably was the best uh, women Respect Women's Wrestling uh, event that they've had so far. So you guys got to catch that up with that. Uh, check out uh, their YouTube channel. And I think you can even find it on, uh, since it is in partnership with Rocky Mountain Pro, on their Twitch stream if you uh, subscribe there. Then on uh, Saturday, went to New Era wrestling presents red right red white and bruised great uh show i was uh really looking forward to it especially since uh they are a monthly promotion a lot of great uh matches uh it was hot hot in uh, mile high comics but that's just uh because it's hot hot everywhere in the country especially here in colorado uh we are not necessarily used to these pushing 100 degree weathers uh you know that often but uh it is what it is at least we don't have the humidity as the other places around the country have so uh you are personally rather be i I like the hot and no humidity kind of thing so that's uh it what we had for the uh, weekend review let's talk about what we have coming up this week 
Rocky Mountain Pro, of course, the ignition and charge on Thursday, starting the wrestling weekend off. Uh, RMPWrestling.com to get your tickets, or you can get them in person. Coming uh, here soon there, we're going to be having a Supercharged 7, so uh, get in with Rocky Mountain Pro and see what's going to happen for uh, Supercharged 7, building up towards that. Then, following this uh, Thursday, we have on Saturday, like we had talked about with uh, Chewy, we got Iron Hills Championship Wrestling, uh, Tesla's Revenge from the uh, Union Station, Peak 31 in Colorado Springs. Get your tickets at uh, Iron Hills Championship Wrestling's Facebook page. It's as simple as just putting it in your Facebook search bar and getting uh, putting that in and getting your tickets that way. So, of course, shout out to the numerous Lucha promotions. Too many to list out, of course. Uh, but... Um, Mr. Fourth Row's got to go catch a, a true, authentic Lucha show here soon. So, hey, hit me up at uh, on either Twitter or podcast at wrestlingwithaltitude.com if you are a Lucha promoter, want to come on the show, and maybe even uh, invite me to your show to uh, check it out. I, I want to go to one. So tell me what's the best one out there. Uh, so putting a little challenge out there anyways also if you guys want to uh contact the show uh you can on facebook wrestling with altitude the website wrestlingwithaltitude.com twitter is russell altitude is the username and then of course once again let's put some thanks out there to the trending topics network for hosting the show if you like wrestling with altitude Subscribe or stay subscribed. We've got some more wrestling shows there on the feed, such as uh, Wrestling Cheers, the Spanish Announce Table. we got some non-wrestling shows, All Beer Inside, and also And Chill, and the Eurovision Showcase. So much more that you can find on the feed. So quick shout out to the Trending Topics Network. But anyways, I want to thank you all for listening and having fun wrestling with altitude.